Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Well, blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We have started a new little endeavor here. Going through the Gospel of Mark in the previous episode, we covered the first verse. Uh, we'll probably go to the quicker pace than that, but I can't guarantee anything. And what did it say in Mark chapter 1, verse 1? Here's what Mark wrote. The beginning of the Gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. You know, so often we will uh, read these little intro things, or we'll read the outro lines, or we'll look at the genealogies and things like that, and we think, well, these are just sort of throwaway things. That's literally the way we act. And, boy, nothing can be further from the truth. You really, really must give heed to every portion of the Scripture because it's there for purpose. It's there for reason. The Lord is saying something to us. And so through the power of the Spirit, Mark is telling us what? Hey, this is the beginning of this good news of Jesus Christ. Jesus is the Christ, the Messiah, and he is the Son of God. The next verse, verse 2, says this. As it is written in Isaiah the prophet. So what does Mark do? Mark immediately goes to the scripture. He declares this thing, says that this is the beginning of this gospel. So here we go. And he takes us back to scripture and he takes us to the prophet Isaiah. And he's going to quote Isaiah. And this is out of Isaiah. Uh, I don't know where this is. Hang on a second. I'm click a button. Uh, oh, yeah, I remember this now. <laughs> uh, he, he quotes Isaiah, okay, which is out of Isaiah uh, chapter 40, verse 3. Well, 43 is what he says in the third verse. The first part that he says in the second verse actually comes out of Malachi. So is Mark lying or <laughs> something like that? No, no, no. Quite often you'll see in things where... Um, uh, uh, prophetic things will be conflated in some way. Uh, sometimes in the uh, New Testament, you'll see uh, the New Testament writer uh, quoting an Old Testament, and you go and you're reading it and say, well, that doesn't read quite the same way. Well, they will have been quoting from the uh, Septuagint, for instance, which is the Greek version of the Hebrew Old Testament, and it's just worded differently. A lot of times with different emphasis and things like that. So here's what uh, Mark writes as the, the word of the prophet, verse 2, Behold, I will send my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way. And that's out of Malachi 3. And then out of Isaiah 40, these words, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, make ready the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. And so uh, what is he doing? <clears throat> Mark is saying this is the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And so I think he means that from a larger perspective of his writing right here, that this is the beginning. But he also means it from the immediacy right here. Hey, let me start at the beginning. This is the beginning of Jesus Christ. I'm going to tell the story of, of Christ. I'm going to tell the good news of him, the gospel, the good news. So here's the beginning of it. And he goes back to the, uh, a prophetic word, a word about one who is a messenger. And a messenger is going to come ahead of you. Well, this starts begging some questions. Who's the messenger, right? And who's the you? Okay? And this messenger is going to prepare your way. And this messenger is going to be the voice of one crying in the wilderness. And the crying, what's he going to be crying? Well, here's what he's going to be saying. Make ready the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. 
And so he starts off at the very beginning. Well, most of us have some knowledge about this, uh, who this might be and what's going on here. But if you're receiving this first time and you didn't know who he's talking about, you're going, what's being said here? Well, he's going to clarify right now. Verse 4, John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. Well, there we go. Now we see what's going on here. He's saying, here's the beginning of the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. And he shares prophetic word. He says, this is prophesied back in the Old Testament by these two guys. There's going to be somebody that comes along and makes straight the way. And now he says, verse 4, John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness. So he's saying that John the Baptist is the one who fulfills this, who appeared in the wilderness, who does what? He preaches a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of of sin. And now each one of these words and phrases is really, really important right here. So it just says that John appeared. When you look at the other gospels, you find out how John appeared. It's really an interesting story. <laughs> you know how, how he was conceived and all that. And the timing of his parents' life, they were beyond the uh, childbirthing age, shall we say. So you see the account of his birth, but you don't have anything else on him in, in the gospels. Then all of a sudden he appears. And he had appears in the wilderness and apparently he lived in the wilderness and what was he doing he's preaching and he's preaching repentance he says you need to repent you need to repent and you need to be baptized as evidence of that repentance for the forgiveness of sins he says you need to repent and so this gets into a debate that people are always you know wondering about of uh, well, baptism of repentance was it the baptism that uh, uh, cleansed them? Well, you actually see in scripture, what's it say in Acts? It says, Repent, call upon the name of the Lord, and be baptized for the remission of your sin. When you look at the balance of everything the scripture says, uh, you do not have to be baptized to be saved. Okay, now where does it say that in the scripture? Now, I know there's some uh, denominations that believe that, some people who are true believers, I believe, they're just wrong about that. Okay. But then I also know other people that I believe are true believers, and they're wrong too. Okay, Sometimes people say, well, you know, uh, I was saved when I was uh, maybe a child, or I was saved when I was a teenager, a young adult. I called upon the name of the Lord. I repented, I confessed, and God saved me. But I don't see any need to be baptized. Well, guess what? You need to be baptized. And you just need to study the Scripture. See what the Scripture says about it. Okay, What baptism is, it's a declaration of whose side you are on. Yeah, declaration uh, for those that see us, fellow human beings and things like that. But it's really a declaration within the unseen realm to the powers that be that you are a servant and a vessel of the Most High God now. I mean, that's literally what it is. It's that declaration. And so if you're truly saved... Uh, you need to examine yourself because if you find yourself being resistant to that and you don't want to do it and you refuse to do it, yeah, I would <laughs> do what Second Corinthians says. Examine yourself to see if you be of the faith. Why the hesitancy? Why the reticence to do this? Quite often when you talk with people, they'll say things like, well, I just don't want people to think that you know I wasn't saved to start with. Oh, so we're talking about pride then, aren't we? Yeah, we're talking about pride. We're talking about hubris. And a lot of times that will happen. Not always. So don't hear me wrong on that. Don't get unnecessarily offended. <laughs> okay. But if someone comes along and professes to be a believer, but they refuse to do this, there's probably a problem right here. 
What was going on with John the Baptist is that he's appearing and he's making straight the way. And he's actually going to be saying this stuff. He said, there's going to be one that's coming after me whose sandal I'm not even worthy to untie. Okay. And he's telling him, you need to be prepared. How do you prepare? You repent of your sins and you are baptized for the forgiveness of your sins. You're declaring before God and everybody else that you've asked the Lord to forgive you. John the Baptist was the one who appeared in the wilderness and he was preaching this. Well, my time is up. We're just getting started. Uh, it's going to be an exciting study. Again, I'm Dale. I'll see you on the next episode.